All right. So we're so grateful, you guys, to have one of my good friends. I love her so much, Jocelyn Pennywell Trim. And she was on Cycle 11, America's Next Top Model. She placed seventh. Um, she's from Lucky, Louisiana. And I'm just so grateful to have her to be a part of the Black Canvas family and to kind of share her life, things she's been doing recently. And then we're going to kind of briefly talk about her experience on America's Next Top Model. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> so I first want to start by kind of telling people how I first met you. Uh, I think it's just it's just a great way to kind of just start off the actual podcast. Um, Jocelyn and I met, we were yeah. both auditioning at that time. They had like modeling and acting in Treeport. And um, Jocelyn was, I could tell back then, yeah. I was like, she has such a drive and commitment. And I think she's going to be a star. And it was just such a great thing to do that for me, I was doing it kind of for fun, just something to kind of get my mind off of Hurricane Katrina and Rita and stuff I had experienced. But it was just something that she had. Yeah. And, and you just know when someone has star quality or that experience. And uh-huh. she was just very nice to myself, to my mom, and just really a genuine person. So I was so grateful to see her make it on the show and to be as successful. And I know she's going to even have bigger things going. But I was so grateful to see Jocelyn in her career. And um, I wanted to just kind of introduce that to you guys to kind of let you know where I first met her. Um, but for, for you, Jocelyn, can you kind of tell us about your experience um, when you first auditioned for America's yeah. Next Top Model? Whew. Well, I don't know if, you know, how many of your listeners actually know how many times I auditioned to be on America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> so to go all the way back to number one. Oh, um, you guys, I auditioned over 33 times. Like I was very persistent. Um, I knew that it was something I wanted to do. And I auditioned several times each season up into um, the time that I end up, you know, finally making it onto season um, 11. And it's so funny because it was a completely different process than all of the other 32 times that I, that I actually auditioned. Um, you know, I would literally just go and, you know, I would find the castings on, um, at you know, at that time they were on CW um, website. So I would go on there and, you know, find out the locations and just go stand in the line of thousands of people um, in different cities and, um, you know, just use my little college funds to get me there. Um, because I, you know, I, I believed in myself and I knew that you know, I could kill two birds with one stone if I got on this show. I could meet my role model, Tyre Banks, and I could pursue my dreams of being a, a model. So so I had it all planned out. I was like, I'm going to do this. I have to get on here. And, um, and that's what I did. I kept going. Once I finally got on, I actually auditioned in, um, in Texas. And um, I had went on a website where casting directors look for reality show talent. Um, it's called Reality Wanted. Um, and this was because you have to be very careful using a lot of these sites. There are a lot of scammers on these sites. So um, if any of you ever want to try out the sites, just be very careful with some of them. Um, in this case, because on this same site, I've encountered scammers, but I also made it on his next top model. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. I just happened to, you know, actually run into a mm-hmm. legit casting director. Um, he called me in for 
basically a private because they actually before they have the big casting calls in the city, they will invite people to come and audition for the show. And it's only like a few people there. So they invited me. They liked me. They asked me to stay longer. They did more interviews the same day. And um, they only picked, I want to say they picked like eight of us that day to stay, that they, um, you know, interviewed us a little longer. Mm-hmm. And a little while later, I end up finding out, you know, they messaged me like, hey, this is America's Next Top Model. We want you on the show. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like are you kidding me? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is this Ashton Kusher's punk or what's like yeah, are going you on? Yeah, are me? What is really going on? Um, yeah, so it was a, it was a, a great shock um, to receive the callback, but it, it was an exciting moment. Uh, of course, I immediately called my mom. So <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's pretty much how the process went. Oh, that's awesome. And what was it like being the last person called and rounding out the actual top? Was it a 14, I believe, correct? Um, when Yes, and it was so 14. What was it like when Tara Banks waited and called your name last? What were you experiencing in that moment? <laughs> I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't lock your knees. Don't lock your knees. Um, no, but it was, um, you know, to make it that far and you just want your name called, you know? And, um, I was nervous. I was nervous, you know, wondering if, you know, was this finally my opportunity to, um, to be on America's Next Top Model. So to be in that last, you know, that last name called, um, yeah, I was nervous. I was super nervous. I was scared. I was like, oh, my God, I hope, you know, you're just sitting there hoping and praying that it's you um, that they call. And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of. um, Literally, like, just don't pass out. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) Don't pass out regardless of what they say. Don't pass out. (laughs) (laughs) Because you do like when you're in a moment like that, you guys, your nerves are on a like on a 10. I I literally felt feelings that I I had never felt before. And I feel like when you really want something, that's when things, you know, kind of impact your body a little differently. So and it's an exciting yet stressful feeling. Yes. And I think, Jocelyn, one thing I loved about that moment is that you gave hope to so many other young girls and and models. And of course, later, of course, later cycles, there were guys as well as um, young ladies. But I think Uh like there were so many people from small towns and people. And one thing Tara Banks mentioned about never giving up and how many times you auditioned. And I think like that was amazing to see you make it and do that. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, you know, I, I love the fact that I can hopefully inspire someone else to chase their dreams and to go after what they want. And, you know, and I hope that people will also continue to support other people to go after their dreams because none of that would have not, would have been possible if I didn't have my support system. I agree. And I know you have a very strong support system with your family, but one Mm -hmm. thing that I didn't like, I'm just going to be honest, is the way that Mm -hmm. Tyra Banks did that you'll survive this. I'm like, is she kidding? Like, <laughs> I'll never forget watching that. I was like, nah, she didn't have to do that. I understand it's a reality show, but 
I mean, it was like you were so close to Amsterdam, you know, as far as being the top six and, you know, we were all rooting for you um, and just, it was such a great moment to see you make it that far. But was there one takeaway that you, the biggest life lesson you learned from being on that show? Well, well, let's go back and say to her comment, she's absolutely right. I will survive it. There is life after top model. So, so, you know, please don't feel sorry about it with that. That's, that's her way of throwing out. My daughter is talking. It's okay. That's her way of throwing out, you know, trying to make more drama for television. I completely understand. Um, So I will, and I have survived. Um, So it's, it's not a big deal, but um, I would say one of the biggest takeaways was, um, that reality is not really reality. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that it's a lot that goes into these shows um, and that they can be very stressful. They can really take um, a toll on the body. So if it's something that you really want to be involved in, just be mindful that um, it's still a show and it still has to entertain Absolutely. its viewers. And there still are going to be... Um, you know, aspects of it that you're not going to enjoy, you know, um, did top model help me at all to where, you know, it was worth it. I do feel like it was absolutely worth it. I would do it again. I, I think yeah, I would too. do it again. Um, but it, it helped in the industry and it didn't help in the industry. Like it was parts where, because top model is its own brand. So due to it being its own brand, it Mm -hmm. it was a lot of brands that didn't want to associate themselves with the brand. Right. And I think that's because of the reality show in general, because I know some of the things you guys did on the show is not really what you see in the modeling industry. No, no. You don't see people do a lot of that crap. Right. You know, (laughs) it's it's like at, at the end of the day, it's a show and um, and people have to understand it's real people on the show but they don't understand what really is taking place in the background. You know, the experiences that we're really having, the times that we're sitting there and we can't even talk mm-hmm. and how they have moments where they literally are, cheap, you know, treating you like children, you know, but it's, it's still, it's a great opportunity to be able to learn. You know, if you really want to be a model, it gives you that kind, kind of like a, a boot camp type vibe of actually learning the industry mm-hmm. and not only the modeling right. industry, but the entertainment industry as a whole. So it, you That's have true. to take yeah. it. Yeah. You have to take everything that you do in life as a, as, you know, as for what it is. And that's growth, whether you consider it to be positive or negative. And that's what top model was for me. It was growth, you know, and it taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that she gave you a lot from the commercial that you did for your cover girl. Mm-hmm. I think it gave you a lot of um, a pretty much practice because I know you were also on BET's The Family Cruise. And I, th- and then yeah, I think I if I remember correctly, weren't you on the Millionaire Matchmaker, I believe, too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I have all of them. But I do know one of the main things that I did follow for you, I thought was really cool. You had a web series called Southern Bells in the City. And I, I would love to yes. talk about that. If you can kind yes. of share, what was the premise behind that show? So the premise behind the show was bringing 
my my overall goal was to be able to bring the internet to the TV. And it's basically kind of like the real, um, but it's Southern women talking about, you know, different topics, but in a relatable, in a Southern relatable way. Um, and my mission and goal was to get that turned into an actual show, like an actual reality show. So I put it onto, um, onto YouTube for that purpose. Um, and I actually pitched it to a few networks um, and it, it still hasn't gotten picked up, but it doesn't mean that the concept is dead and, you know, and not good. But I really believe in if I come up with a concept trying to, you know, let others know about it. Um, but the overall concept was just Southern women being able to share, you know, advice and tips and just have a good time. Right. And I, I had an opportunity to kind of see you just it was like a genuine, not only just a genuine side that we I knew of you. I think a lot of people could really mm-hmm. tell more about your personality and seeing in those experiences. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's great to see strong women being able to show, hey, there's other sides to us. And it's not what society may believe that you are. You can redefine yeah. in each experience that you guys came from, your different backgrounds, that we all can still be successful and loving and also entrepreneurs. And that's that's a great thing. Absolutely. Because a lot of Southern women, um, you know, I feel like Southern women just have this sense of charm and and um, personality that is just so beautiful. Um, You know, so that's something that I like to share and express. And I know so many people when they talk to me, it's more or less, you know, it's my my warmth and my charm and my voice. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) it works for me. If you like it, I love it. You know, but um, but it's it's something that I love. You know, I like to share things. I love to um, also be open because at the end of the day, like I said, I feel like I can help. It, it allows me to also help people in ways that I didn't even think of. Uh, I'm telling you, it's your your charm, the laugh, the the the. the you have a lot of wit to you as well, Jocelyn. I think that's and that's a great thing. I mean, that's a quality not everyone yeah. has to be able to be articulate, to yeah. speak and have intonation and a voice and share with mm-hmm. others their warmth. I think that's that's a great selling point. And it kind of goes into mm-hmm. your real estate, which I know we're going to get to at the end. But I want to really first start by uh-huh. talking about your beautiful marriage that we were able to see on television. I, I'm just so happy for you. Mm-hmm. And and I was so Thank grateful to, for you to have that experience. But I think I heard, tell me from Ron that you were married at the same place you did the mm-hmm. runway that you won on America's Next Time Model? <laughs> that is correct. Yes. So um, if you all remember the runway challenge where we came out of the vault, um, I actually, and I won that challenge. I actually got married to the love of my life in that same building. And our seven foot, actually it was like over seven foot cake stood in front of that same vault that I walked out of. Um, yeah, it was such wow. an an amazing experience. And let me tell you all how amazing, um, how, how I believe that you can actually speak things into the universe. Um, when I was in college at um, Grambling State University, I used to watch David Tatera um, and he had a show called My Fair Wedding. 
And it was one of my favorite shows. And I said, that man is going to do my wedding. You know, of course, I was like, I just have to be a millionaire. <laughs> so I can pay for it. But, but I was like, that man is going to do my wedding. To be able to um, finally meet my perfect match. And not only meet my perfect match, but also discover that the my dream wedding planner is going to be the person to plan my wedding blew my mind blew my mind y'all if you want something just put it in the universe put it in the universe you'll be shocked how you can look back and say "Ooh, i said that and wow it happened you know i truly believe in that i believe in vision boards and i believe in positivity and meditation and prayer so put it out there and know that it can happen because I, I'm still in awe. And if you all would like to, if you all would like to actually watch the wedding, you can watch it on Hulu. Absolutely. Yes. And I, the one thing I want to say, Jocelyn, is there was another special person that came about from this marriage, Miss mm-hmm. Maya. <laughs> uh, the one in the, the background. The one, in, the one in the background is going to be another story in, in the future. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm telling you, when I found out you were pregnant and you were married, I'm, I was uh-huh. like, I know this was always what you wanted and things you wanted. And so oh, it was just such a blessing. And I'm, I'm so grateful that she's even a part of this because this is history. This is something she'll be able to listen and, and know that her mom yeah. not only did everything she could for her career, but doing things for her family. And it takes, it's, it takes a village, mm-hmm. but it, people mm-hmm. forget that for especially from the male perspective, it's a, it's not the same as someone carrying a baby and experiencing it and going through the growing pains. It's a lot different. <laughs> a lot different. Oh my God, you're speaking on it. And you know what? A lot of moms say, you know what? The first pregnancy, so easy, but I'm pregnant again right now. <laughs> you know, this is challenging. Um, to have a toddler and be pregnant, Wow. It's, um, yeah, but it's, it's truly a blessing. It really is. Um, and it's, it's everything I've ever wanted. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting a little boy. So we're super excited. I can have my body back after this one. So So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but, But yeah, to be able to raise a little person, a little human to, to Mm -hmm. first birth, and then raise, um, uh, you know, a little human. It's a blessing. It really is. I, I thank God constantly for allowing me to be able to um, to have such a, a beautiful family. It's a blessing. It really is. And I'm so grateful that, like I said, with this, this kind of helped you to change even your career of things that you want to uh-huh. do. So let's kind of talk about your the nonprofit um, that you guys have been a part of you and your husband. Can you kind of share more about that for the listeners? Yes. So um, it's so funny. When I met my husband, I was doing a lot of community service work. Um, and I would even come back to Louisiana and do different types of events. And um, and when I met my husband, he was like, oh, I have a nonprofit called Dream Chaser International Foundation. And I was like, wow, I already do, you know, a lot of community service. And I actually asked him to fly to Louisiana to talk to some of my children in Monroe. 
And he came and he bought, you know, because he has a book. He bought his book. He passed out some of his books and the kids absolutely loved him, especially the little boys, because he's almost seven feet tall. <laughs> they were like, wow, right. wow. You know, they asked him a million questions. And that was something that um, me and my husband realized we had in common, that um, desire to give back. And um, and with Dream Chaser International Foundation, we have been able to do just that. Um, continue to give back in the best ways that we can possibly um, give back. One, now, we do mentorships, scholarships. Um, so every year, right now, we're working on bringing scholarships to California. But every year, we do scholarships in Trinidad and Tobago, which is where my husband is from. Um, but we also work with other nonprofit organizations and we donate different types of items, love donating shoes. Um, my husband had such big feet growing up, he could hardly ever find shoes to fit. So, Oh, I know, I know that struggle. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that is definitely one of our um, strong points. We love donating shoes. So we work with other nonprofit organizations to pull together shoes and then we, um, you know, we get them out to youth, um, especially, That's yeah, especially awesome. like athletes that need shoes. So it's been a beautiful journey. If you would like to know more um, about Dream Chaser International Foundation, you can check out our website at dcifoundation.org um, so that you can learn more about the organization. And if you would like to be a part of it, give back, volunteer, let us know, um, donate. We also take donations as well so that we can use the funds to give back. Um, so please feel free, check out the website. We also, we're on Instagram as well, DCI Foundation. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to kind of really segue into real estate because I know that's, that's a market you're uh -huh. in now. Can you kind of tell us more about what kind of got you into real estate? And then can you kind of give us some history of things you're doing now as it relates to real estate? Well, the thing about it, it's so funny. When I first moved to California, so many people told me you need to get into real estate. But that wasn't what I was passionate about at the time. Um, I was focused on my modeling career. Um, so that wasn't something I pursued then. But honestly, um, I decided to circle back around because I was starting a family. And I felt like jumping into real estate would give me the flexibility, but also allow me to do what I love to do, which is help people. Um, so I decided to get my license while I was pregnant with Maya. And um, and I ended up once I got my license, um, I ended up joining uh, Keller Williams, the Keller Williams brokerage team. And it's been an amazing journey. Um, I've learned so much. Um, I'm super excited about it. I have been able to sell quite a few homes in the first year. Um, it's a crazy market out there, you guys. Um, but biggest thing um, that I wanted to do with real estate is educate people about real estate, obtaining real estate and investing. Um, because there's so many people who don't um, understand the value in, in real estate. Um, and like I said, knowledge and education and growth, those are all things that mean a lot to me. 
Um, so I feel like with real estate, it's, one, it's another one of those um, opportunities that I can continue to grow, but I can help people, you know? And I love it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. And I think you're doing an amazing job, not only just being um, a mom, being an entrepreneur, still pursuing, of course, modeling, which would be something that I mm-hmm. think is it's important. I think I love now where the modeling agency and industry uh-huh. from and have those experiences. Uh-huh. And so I'm just very uh-huh. grateful to see where you are now and the things you'll be doing moving forward. I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's been a beautiful, it's been a beautiful journey. And um, for me, I'm excited for where it's going to go. I mean, like even with the modeling things, because I was introduced to so many amazing opportunities at an early age from my parents being very supportive. Um, now I can introduce those things to my children. So Maya has started her little bank account and savings account, <laughs> you know, so I'm, you know, I'm getting her into doing some <laughs> modeling and, and as well. She's worked for Infamil. She's done some stuff for Walmart. So um, I'm super, you know, glad that I can actually, you know, bring some of the things I've learned to, to my daughter as well. And that's great. And that kind of goes back to like teaching her from your experiences, because there's a lot, not even just for modeling in general, just like with just being an entrepreneur it can be one of the hardest things when you're starting off and you're trying to make a career for yourself um, and making sure that you do the next right thing to kind of pay it forward. Um, I know that from my own experience of writing books and, and starting my own career and doing things, it's, it's not as easy as people would expect it to be. But when, you, exactly. when you're independent and you do it for yourself and you own your own rights to things and you, you do have that, then you get to kind of create whatever narrative you oh. want. Mm-hmm. And that's that's amazing. And I'm I'm just so grateful for you, Jocelyn, being a part of this. First of all, talking with me, but uh, <laughs> and we would love to have you back in the future. And then we can maybe talk more after we have both. We can have Maya, and we can have your newborn. And it's gonna be really cool to just have you back. Well, I would love to come back anytime. Um, and you know, it's really great to just share things and and be able to you know. So if people have questions and they get back to you and. You know, it's things that they would like to know from me to help guide them if they're wanting to get into the modeling industry, if they're wanting to, you know, get into real estate or become a business um, entrepreneur, then, you know, I would love to answer any questions that anyone may have. um, If I know the answers, (laughs) of course, I'll tell you what I know, um, because that's just Mm -hmm. what I love to do. So thank you for having me on and allowing me to be able to share that. Absolutely. And Jocelyn, the last thing I want to kind of ask um, two questions. The first okay. is going to be, do you mind sharing with the, um, our listeners where can they find you online? Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, more on Instagram than Facebook. <laughs> um, but it's it's my name, Jocelyn Pennywell. Um, so J-O-S-L-Y-N-P-E-N-N-Y-W-E-L-L. Um you can also check out my real estate page, um, which is JPT Properties. Um, that stands for Jocelyn Pennywell Trim Properties. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Facebook, of course, Jocelyn Pennywell. I have a website, which is JocelynPennywell.com. Um, and you know what? If you have questions, you can message me on any of those. Um, I'm available. 
Awesome. And the last question I have for you, if you could tell your younger self something, you can choose whatever age it would be, what a piece of advice would you give the younger version of Jocelyn? Don't give up on your dreams. Mm -hmm. Go after it. Um, But the thing about it is I would tell myself that, but I feel like that's what I also do. So... (laughs) So I'm living what I, that's what I literally tell myself to, to, um, to motivate me to go after things. Mm -hmm. You know, you sit there and you watch people on TV, on your social media and things like that. And you see them doing certain things. And so many people don't believe what they're capable of. Believe, just believe in yourself enough to pursue it. Because regardless of if that exact thing is for you, it's going to lead you to what is. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Josh said, my, my mom always told me what's for you is for you and no one can take it from no. you. Amen. My mama used to tell me that too. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can take it. Nobody. Right. And it's about ma- so, manifesting that. You have to believe, receive it, yep. and you give it off in the atmosphere and and I, I do believe yeah. in that. I believe like you have to, you have to have a strong sense of yourself and a foundation. And I believe your foundation are the values and morals and they govern your life. They, they govern the decisions you make, but it's also who you surround yourself with. If you surround yeah. yourself with negative energy, people are going to pick up off of that energy and it can definitely um, cause a lot of conflict moving forward in your career. Yeah. You are who you hang out with. That's right. So, you know, so be mindful of that. And, you know, our parents used to also say birds of a feather flock together. So what right. <laughs> <laughs> birds you flocking with? <laughs> so it's like, there you go. And that's, that's, that's important for people to understand. These little phrases, they're funny, you know, and you hear your mom, your parents say it all the time. And most of us probably were like, mm-hmm. what is it? What are they talking about? Okay, whatever. But when you grow up, and you get older and you start looking at these things, I'm telling you, it, it helps you grow tremendously and you start to understand exactly what they meant. You're right about that. And, and yeah. I, I love that experience. My grandmother used to say experience is a bitter teacher because people would say sometimes experience mm-hmm. is the best teacher, but sometimes you go through some things you don't have to go through, but mm-hmm. it also can teach you of what you're going to surround yourself with moving forward. So we we're just so grateful, like I say, not only to have you here today, but just like your story, I think it just shows us resiliency 101. Like if you look up the word resiliency and bouncing back and never giving up and believing in your own truth, you mm-hmm. are the manifestation of that. And so we're just so grateful to have you here. Oh. And Johnson, how I normally end off Thank each you. episode, I use a certain phrase I came up with. So I always say, let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. So we're just so grateful to have you, Johnson. I will hopefully have you back very soon. Yes, I look forward to it. (laughs) All right. Well, Johnson, you have a great rest of your day and tell your husband I said hello. And Maya, we're just so grateful to have her part as well. (laughs) Thank you. Now she's over there playing with her toys. She's like, I'm done with this interview. We good. <laughs> yeah, she, she said her, her little cup of tea. Now she's talking. Now she's like. We yeah. love it. <laughs> That's her bye-bye. <laughs> All right, okay, Johnson. Well, I will talk you. with you soon and you have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
Oh, oh, oh.